Yo, 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 yo. Let's go. Man, it's the Great Debate Show with your host Jarvis Jeffries, Terrence Smith. No Nick Ely today. We are doing wrestling content only, and that's the only reason why he's not here. Um, because the Eagles hadn't played. They're not playing anymore. The Eagles are not the Eagles are not playing anymore, so they couldn't have lost. And for him not wanting to show up, it's just wrestling content today. And we, uh, it's not breaking news. I would say the most of the day has gone by. It's a late Tuesday here on the Great Debate Show, and we do want to talk about the breaking news. Well, it was breaking news early this morning. I woke up to it. I don't know about you, T, but uh, WWE. We have been talking about it for a minute. Where is Raw going? There was talks about Warner Brothers Discovery. There was talks about Amazon Prime, Walt Disney, Netflix, Peacock. I mean, the list goes on. But a lot of those people didn't step to the plate when it came down to the big money. Crunch time. This is a 10-year, $5 billion deal that the WWE has now done with Netflix. That's right. WWE Raw is on Netflix. Notice I said WWE Raw, not Monday Night Raw, because Terrence, we don't know for sure if it's going to be on Monday night. We don't know the night. We don't know. So what? tell tell us, T, what is going on in the wrestling world with the WWE and Netflix? Like, there's so many questions. Are they going to be on Monday night or not? Is it going to be three hours still or possibly down to two hours? Are there going to be ads? I'm hearing it won't be. What will they do during those ads? I'm hearing it will be still scripted content going on. But if you don't have the premium Netflix subscription, you may have ads. So what will they do for the people that can't see what's going on? I, I don't know. But so many questions. Uh, but they are now going to Netflix starting in 2025. And if I'm not mistaken, their deal, I don't know when their deal is up. I guess at the end of 24. I'm not sure with USA and Raw. But just just, just let us know, T, what do you think about this deal? I mean, live content on, on Raw, I mean, on Netflix is something that they haven't did a lot of. I mean, maybe a few games on the weekends. I think they were pretty successful. But they, they threw down a huge investment uh, for... A company I, I'm sure that they think is worthy of it. Uh, but again, to not have done a lot of content, live content on Netflix, man, they show a lot of faith in the WWE to pull to, to, to make this move. But they the money talks, it seems like WWE, I don't know if they're trying to transcend again as they always do and be ahead and get everybody else to catch up and follow the WWE. Uh, as far as trend setting goes, or did they just go where the money was at? Because again. Over 10 years, it's $5 billion. How you feeling, T? And tell us how you feel about this whole Raw to Netflix. Well, I'd feel a whole lot better if I had $10 billion in my pocket. Whew, man, <laughs> you and me both. Mm. But the, the first thing that jumps out at me is Netflix must know something that we don't. Um, but like you said, they haven't done a lot, of, a lot of live events. A lot of people, a lot of networks, are trying to move away from live events. They don't think it's profitable. Uh, but now you have Netflix that's making probably. I don't even. I don't know any TV contract is as big as what Netflix just threw at the WWE just for one show. Not even for the whole network's worth of uh, the whole company's worth of television. Just one show. Yeah. Uh, now I know that, that Raw has been around now for thirty-one years. years and, yeah, and they. Uh, They've never really not done well, right? Like even in 
been down years, like people still watch Monday Night Raw now. That's going to be a big question. Will it be on Monday? I think they it has to be on Monday, Jarvis. And I know that they they probably want to get away from Monday Night Football and get away from the NBA and you know, especially Monday Night Football. But I, I believe that if you move it to Thursday, let's just say for example, like. I'm nowhere near as interested in Thursday Night Raw as I, as I would be Monday Night Raw. Yeah. And, I, I, and I think, and, I'm, and maybe I'm wrong because I'm sure it's just tradition. I'm sure it's just habit. But doggone it, I want to watch Monday Night Raw on Monday. Right. You know, I don't, I don't want to watch Monday Night Raw on Thursday because it's always going to be Monday Night Raw. Yeah. But what they did was they, they, they did the most executive, most Nick Khan thing ever. And they took their money. And Nick Khan definitely had a lot to. Money. He definitely had a, played a huge role in that deal getting done. Oh man, this this says Nick Khan like nothing else says Nick Khan. Yeah, yeah. Because if, if you look at the, you look at the tree in the last four or five years since Nick Khan has kind of been running that side of it, it's always been about the dollar. Right. They have always they are the profits are just skyrocketing. They they are never in their time have they made more money. And what they're making right now. Yeah. And a lot of, and a lot of that you have to attribute to Nick Khan. They all make now, a lot of money. As far money. as the actual, as far as the actual show, I think the biggest thing is going to be what are they going to do with those three hours? If it's three are they hours. Still going to go three hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, it, if they're still going to go three hours, then talking about three hours of streaming versus three hours of cable TV, and that's a big difference because now you can you can feel those commercial slots. With your own time, yeah. More than likely, Netflix is going to take some of the time back, and they're probably going to see to some movies or some documentaries or whatever else they have coming out. I'm pretty sure that's what they're going to do with. Uh-huh. There's always the opportunity there for the WWE to throw in some more of their own content. They could, they could, they could have a a uh, another deal with Netflix for movies. You know, because at one time they were doing their own movies. You know, the see no evils and the yeah, yeah. If they want to pick that back up and, and partner that with Netflix, they could be teasing those while Raw was on. That's could the be. Possibilities are endless. Yeah. The possibilities are endless, but, but I think what it came down to was a billion dollars. That's simple math. I think so too. I think so too. But uh, Terry, Terry, <laughs> it'd be you. Interesting to see what those other networks offer, though. It'd be interesting to see. Well, it, it, other, uh, other networks made them offer. From what I'm hearing, it wasn't five billion. Uh, so they no, went. You're not, you're not getting, no, you're not getting, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So they definitely went to where the highest bidder was. But Terrence, you mentioned a, a few minutes ago about how a lot of streaming platforms are trying to get away from live content. Uh, understandably yeah. so. I'm glad you mentioned that because from what I know from people that I talk to, we, we may have a favorite show we watch. We may have. Or wrestling, to be honest with you. Um, there's a lot of, when it comes to TV these days, cable TV especially, most people, most viewers are really not trying to watch any of it live. As you're, as you're saying about the streaming platforms that are trying to get away from it. They, they pretty much watch it on DVR. they much rather watch it their way. They can speed through it. They can skip the commercials, mainly because they hate the commercials. So... They're doing right to go ad-free. At least we think, for the most part, it'll be ad-free. But, yeah, it'll be interesting to know how it works when everybody else is trying to get away from from live t- content and they are diving into it. Uh, I mean, like, this is set in stone pretty much 10 years. Whether it works or fails, it's there for the next 10 years. Yeah. Yeah, 
Oh man, that's a damn good question there, T. Damn good question. They have every reason to go as. Yeah. Yeah. Sign a motherfucker up. And and somebody that could be funny like Jerry Lawler used to be, maybe. And I'm only throwing this out because I hope he can continue to wrestle. But if the doctors say no, no. That was a, kind of some sad news about Big Edie came out, I think, early this week. And it's not looking promising that he that he will be able to continue his wrestling career. But I think him being behind that commentary booth would be pretty entertaining and pretty hilarious. Because that's kind of what he is when I when I watch him. Um, so, just, just saying, when you mentioned Jerry Lawler, maybe he can get back there at some point and do something. But yeah, T... Okay. And you know, Big uh, Big E is famous for the line of big meaty men slapping meat. Are you familiar with that? I am. I was like, listen, bring Big E out for commentary during this match. There you go. There you go. And that could be his start, you know, to try to, you know, maybe see. Right. Get you know, get your feet in the hot water and see exactly how it feels. You know what? We're doing it again, Josh. We're giving them ideas. We are. We are. We're doing it again. Yep. But it's going to be interesting to see how this works and how this plays out. But again, WWE Raw going to Netflix. Will it be two or three hours? Will they stay TVPG? That is very, very interesting and intriguing to me, T, because damn, just to think about it. Did you see how quick, how excited I got just from facial expression and my body language? Because I'm like, whoa, they could go back to TV 14. Now, it's on Netflix. They could go TVMA if they wanted to, damn it. It's on Netflix. Uh, So, yeah, I definitely can see maybe a little hardcore, a little more blood, and a little, and and again, I know we're in a time now to where it's not appropriate to just have the Stacey Keeblers and the Trish Stratuses coming out, Sable coming out, just taking off her robe, and does nothing on but but lingerie. Uh, I I know we're at a time now where that may not be what the, the world wants to see or what they think everybody wants to see. Absolutely. Absolutely. But but again, if they can get anywhere close, you know, to being a little well, provocative. Just for clarification, uh-huh. clarification I, I much more appreciate um, women's wrestling today than I did from, you know, 15, 20 years ago. I'm clearly talking about Key, but I'm... Yeah, I'm right, of course. <laughs> And, uh, of course, of course. Charlotte and, and, and Sasha Bates, even she's not there right now, maybe. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very much a fan of women's wrestling today as opposed to when I was growing up. I would agree. When we're talking WWE and TNA, I would say yes. Women's wrestling, much better. A way, a large gap between back then and now. But what I will say <laughs> that damn sports entertainment part of it, though, back in the day in that attitude era, I still wouldn't give that trade there for nothing in the world. I mean, just sometimes when I got free time, if I'm thinking about it, or some oh, I saw something on the internet, I'm going to Peacock. Hey, man, let me check that episode out. I can watch the whole damn thing. And man, I, it was an episode I don't remember who. It might have been Sable, or it might have been Cat. I don't. I'm not sure. But the puppies came out. And Jerry Lawler just went off, and Jr. was like, "I see it, King." And I mean, he was 
you, 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 those guys were hilarious. And just the way he yeah, would man. act when those women did what they did, it was just, it was crazy. It was wild. Those were the good old days. Not trying to backtrack too far here, but yeah, we'll see. That's a good question, though, T. They may not stay TVPG, though. They definitely could go 14 and make it a little bit more edgier like it used to be. I'll go Ruthless Aggression. You ain't got to give me attitude here. Give me Ruthless Aggression. Yeah, because that was still slapping, too. All right. So, we talked a little bit about Netflix, the deal with WWE for, I was about to say Monday Night Raw again. Don't know yet if that's what it is. For for Yeah, for WWE Raw. Can't wait to see how that's going to look. I hope they get all of the content, though, to the Netflix. There's rumors that that could possibly happen to where, uh, you know, when the deal is up with Peacock, which I think is at the end of 25 or 26, they could take everything to Netflix. I'm hearing that they will still get SmackDown and NXT content on Netflix, just not the the live PLEs. And um, if they do, I'm going to ask you one more question before we get to The Rock. Terrence, if they do get the PLEs, on Netflix, once the Peacock deal is up, um, how would they do it? Because a lot of people are already wondering, oh, Lord, they're going to get the pay-per-views and make us pay more, or they're going to, you know, and, and Lord knows from reading comments from a lot of fans, some are, are happy, some are not so happy because they don't have Netflix subscriptions. They choose not to. They've had it and they've canceled it because people say Netflix is just getting extremely too high for them. So, would they go up again in their monthly fee uh, or whatever? Or would they make you pay a little more to watch the PLE? Or could you just watch it just like on Peacock? I watch every PLE for $4.99. I don't know about anybody else, yeah. but I got in on a deal where... Am I ad-free? Yeah, when they first, when they first over. yeah, well, no, I'm not ad-free, I don't believe. But, yeah, when they first... No, not when they first switched. Yeah, it might have been. It might have been. But, anyway, I watch it all for $4.99, so I don't complain. But... Netflix is not $4.99 already as it is. What do you think they do if they get the PLEs? What's the best way to present that to the to the world? And again, they're doing this internationally. I forgot to mention this. This is a chance for them to really blossom as if they couldn't get any bigger. They can now. Being with Netflix, it will be shown in Canada, Great Britain, and um, ah, another country or two that I can't think of right now. So, um, here we are. What do they do about those PLEs, though? Because they're going to go from 274 billion subscribers. I mean, is it million or billion? Million subscribers that they have right now, Netflix. So I don't know how many more, but WWE fans say what they want. They're going by 2025. They'll be with Netflix by then if they love it like that. So how would you run these PLEs if they get it after the Peacock deal is up? To make it comparable for everybody. I haven't had an issue with them. I haven't either. Peacock just sucks. We're just looking for a reason to get rid of Peacock. Yeah. So here's my streaming list. Maybe we should do another debate on like our favorite streaming platforms. Sounds like it. But for me, my favorite streaming platform is Disney Plus, Max, Netflix. And then you can throw... Uh, Peacock, wherever you want to in there. I just don't care about that content. No, I mean, it's not necessarily that. It's not necessarily the access to it. They've done great with the WWE stuff, I think, as far as the PLEs. But as far as if they're cut, if, if not for WWE, I would never have signed up for that. I have no reason to. Right. Yep. Same here. I don't have any reason to. Same here. Yeah. And even even when 
come in and uh, have a big meeting with us uh, like once or twice a year. And they would roll out their shows for the quarter. And we would just laugh, like, what is this? I saw them all in order, and this is us, which is just a tearjerker. <laughs> Nobody cared about their content. They just, they just for some reason, couldn't put out good stuff. I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, and I, that's how I feel about the network. Like we, nobody cares about that. I don't. I don't care about anything on that. And I, I'm not the biggest Law and Order guy, so I'm not about to go and watch. You know these nasty, uh, <laughs> these nasty uh, detective cases every day. Yeah, so, you're talking about SVU. You're talking about SVU, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I wasn't going to use that word. But yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's on USA all day, too, so who needs Peacock for that? All day, all day long. All day long. Yeah. Yeah. It just doesn't impress me. So if, if they moved it, I at least hope they did it in a way to where it doesn't make me have to spend more money because I think we already spend enough with Netflix. Netflix is, is the most expensive streaming service. Yeah, yeah. By a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, but, now I, but again, I, I hope it's stayed with Peacock because I don't. I don't have an issue with Peacock uh, the way they present the PLEs. I would I would prefer to continue spending that four ninety nine uh monthly just to be able to have good access to them because you know growing up, man, we got we were full growing up. If 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 one person you knew was had that paper view, everybody jam packed over that house. Man, what before, you just heard about it the next Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here we go. We didn't have this kind of access growing up. No, we did not. And Terrence, this kind of explains what I was hearing uh, late last year in 23, where we were hearing about how Netflix is about to cramp, they're about to slam down on, you know, all the, you know, subscribers that are sharing login information and all of that. And I'm like, well, that's fine with me, you know, but uh, they they have so many to think how many more subscribers they'll get once they put it into that. Now I know why, though. They're going to make sure they get every penny. And every ROI back from what they just spit out for the WWE. Yeah. They just went up on the prices like like a couple months ago. They probably had to do that. That's probably how they paid for it. Let's take the prices up one more time. There you go. Probably did. Probably did already. So maybe there won't be any changes if they do get the PLEs. And then again, maybe it stays with Peacock. I'm totally fine with that too. I got it. And it's $4.99. So again, um, WWE Raw going to Netflix. Uh, Big things there for them. Can't wait to see how it's going to go. Hope it works out for them. And uh, can't wait to see how many more casual fans come to the table because. You're streaming for a movie and you can't find anything. Hey, there's live wrestling's on, and boom, there you go. And these days, they may actually stay on the sofa for a minute before they change the channel or get up and walk away. Uh, now, moving on, The you Rock. Know the big, you know what the biggest thing is? Yeah. It's in your face now. It's in, it's your, in face. your face now. That's right. That's right. You don't have to be at home and getting ready go? for it. Where are you going? Yeah. You gotta be at home. Where that is true. That is true. Uh, so here we go. WWE Raw going to Netflix. Now we want to quickly talk about The Rock, who also broke some news today. WWE just been all over the news today, pretty much. The Rock uh, is now been made the board of directors. He's now on the board of directors with TKO. TKO is a company that uh, works with what is it UFC and the WWE now? Correct. Yes. Well, yes. They, they own both. They own both of those. Own both of those companies. Okay, so 
Uh, he was on ESPN first take uh, on Tuesday morning, and they asked him questions, and it was a pretty good interview. And um, basically, he's just saying that he's there to kind of not only help them reach um, you know, a larger audience globally, but also to bring in people from some of everywhere, from all around the world, a lot of people that deserve chances also. And again, he didn't discredit any of the performers or athletes that they have right now, just that he thinks that it can also be a wider uh, span of, you know, different talent coming in and storylines getting even better and things like that. He even talked about possi- his possible WrestleMania match with Roman Reigns, the WWE undisputed universal heavyweight champion of the world. Uh, T, again, congratulations to, to The Rock and TKO. He got a nice good cut out of that, and he's a, he's on the board of directors. Good stuff. And basically, before I ask you my next question, and I'll just ask you this. What does this say for, what does this mean for the WWE and the UFC? And maybe even the XFL, something else that The Rock owns. What does this say for the company now that we went from Vince McMahon being the man. You know how great he was at one point. To now everybody finally get what they want. They know that he has lost his touch. He's passed his prime. He's finally stepped away somewhat. Triple H is head of creative. Somebody that we grew up watching and one of his main adversaries, The Rock, is now also taking a role in the company somewhat at the top, as a matter of fact, because TKO owns WWE and UFC. So what does this mean for the company? It's already getting better, but it seems like it could get even that much better. Your thoughts on it? Uh, well, everything is a trend, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that uh, the, the, the two biggest trends I think we've noticed recently uh, should be, in my opinion, the, well, three. The Rock, his return recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, Logan Paul, you see what he's doing. Yeah, yep. And Bad Bunny. He's growing on me. He's growing and, on me. And, yeah, yeah, I like Logan Paul and Bad Bunny. Uh-huh, okay, yep, yep. Uh, when you have those types of people that can bring a totally different set of eyes to your father. The only thing you can do is grow. Yeah. You can do anything but grow. Yeah. And I, what I think The Rock is there for, two things it was, two things it says to me. One, he is there to get more of those people there in some capacity. Uh, more of those Hollywood people, those, those famous people, uh, bring those people in. Yeah. You know, that's what I think he's there for. One. Two, what it also says to me is The Rock ain't going anywhere. Yeah, that's what it seems like. He ain't going anywhere. Uh uh-uh. uh. He he he's gonna do this match with Roman, but I don't think it'll be his last match. Mm. Now, that's a hot take. Uh, I think he's gonna be around for a minute. Okay. Well, Terrence, he's told us a few times that he's here to stay. He loves the WWE you know, universe. He's home. He's not going anywhere. And then he goes back to Hollywood. But so, but you're right. To make a move like this. There has to be time. That tells me, as well as I guess it tells you, that he has to have time to do this job. This is a new job for him. Maybe this will be less movie roles. You can't be in Hollywood all day and still run a 9 to 5 in the corporate office with TKO. So you're absolutely right. Nobody, I don't I don't think I've heard anyone say that, but that's exactly what it means, Terrence, that yeah, Rock is here. Yeah, that's good stuff. And, 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 and there might be. That might be why they couldn't get 
didn't get the deal done last year. Maybe he needed somebody kind of set up to come back. Hey, we'll put you on the board, man. You know, hey, yeah. boom, there you go. Now, now I come in and take that take that ball to Roman. No problem. Ter- Everybody wins. Terrence, you also mentioned um, the Rock and some of his reasons and what it means for him being with TKO and you know reaching some of these other stars and wrestlers from other places. Yeah. Here's here's one thing. I'm, I wouldn't say it's a hot take, but there are rumors swirling right now that Okada could be one of the next biggest international stars that's coming to WWE NXT pretty soon. I don't know how true it is, but we know if he was probably going AEW, he'd already be AEW. The way Tony Khan gets a, an erection for these I guys. Like, I have a I have a special I, announcement. Yeah, 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 yeah. So so. So special. I have a special announcement. Yeah, but but. There's never been no special announcement. No. I I, I wouldn't be surprised if Okada's in the Rumble. Ooh, that that will be very soon. Too, they, they are they are just too quiet. It's too. It is too quiet. Yeah, yeah. Throwing these at you with holding his bag. He's talking about he might be in the Rumble. Yeah. I mean, we know you. If if somebody throw you over the top rope, your hip will explode on, on live TV. Right, right. Yeah, this. Yeah. Yep. She has not. She has not. So, yep. Uh, definitely seems that way, T. And um, I will say this though, since you mentioned Tony Khan, I you know look, AEW is not good to me anymore. I don't even watch it. Yeah. Everybody knows that. I, I, I try my best to watch it. I, I still DVR draws, and every once in a while I'll say, hey, I'm going to watch Dynamite tonight. Mm-hmm. And I'll sit there and I'll watch. I get through the first three or four minutes. And typically by the time they get to the second match, I'm either falling asleep or I'm, I, I just tap out and I go do something else. Yeah. I can't do it anymore. I don't know That's what, what it is. is. But I can't, personally, I can't do it. That's what it is now. But my question to you, T, is that since we mentioned Tony Khan, got to give him a little bit of credit here. I know the WWE is big and they're huge, but just like the NFL. But even the NFL took a little bit from the XFL with the camera and the way they had the thing shooting down the field. And, you know, like you can be great and then take something from somebody else and make it greater because you have larger resources. You have, you know, everything else to make it really pop. WWE going for Okada... And any other wrestler internationally coming from New Japan or wherever, um, don't you think that is kind of something that they've looked at Tony Khan and AEW and said, you know what, they're doing this all-in crap in in London. He wants to make it an annual thing, his own version of WrestleMania. I don't know if that's a good idea to do or not, but the show did good. The sales did good as far as the ticket sales. Um, But... You know, bringing in the Okadas, bringing in all of these other wrestlers that I never gave a damn about. I told you, I'm sorry. I don't know him. Introduce me. Let me let me know who he is. You just can't let him pop out the curtain and then say, oh, it's such and such. And why is he here? Just because Moxley said, come here, I want to fight? No, that's a whole other promotion. What's the story here? What are they doing? They just have fights. Just dream matches. But again, they do... They have kind of built the platform to where these other wrestlers are getting known in America because they're on AEW. And some Americans, if they care, even though I didn't, 
get to learn more about them seeing them coming from these different promotions, these indie promotions. Is that, did you think WWE might have kind of took what they did and ran with it and said, all right, let's do it, but we're going to do it on a whole nother level? Because they are levels uh, above. Yes and no. You got to keep in mind that WWE did a lot of this in the, in the 80s. Uh, they were sitting guys in Japan for a couple of weeks. Uh, okay. I think there was matches between Hogan and Inoki and all the, you know, all Flair and Inoki and all those guys. This, this is this, this something that's, you know, been kind of a mainstay with, like, the older generation. Now, Vince stopped doing it in the, in the 90s because, you know, Vince just kind of got a tight ship and didn't want anybody else benefiting because he was so far, so far ahead of everybody. Yeah. And he wasn't really thinking about if this was wrong for anything, I don't think he was really concerned with as much as expanding as he was with making sure everybody else was under him. But now what Nick Hunter is saying is, we know everybody else is under him, but let's still, let's widen the gaps more. Let's widen the gaps some more. Yeah. So I, I, I think they're going back to a lot of those things that they used to do. And, you know, you can see a couple of years ago, um, uh, what's our girl that was this, she wasn't TNA, they just, um, um Nick Aldis is a white. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, my girl. Uh, oh, my God. Hold on, man. Uh, that's my girl. Right, I'm telling you, my brain does stuff. Mickey man. James. Yeah, Mickey James. Mickey James. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah, yeah. I got to see Mickey James live. She's great. Uh, cool, but, cool. Yeah, you see, That would never happen. Never seen that. Oh no. Never seen it. Now I do believe that Tony, and I have to give him credit for it, definitely kind of pushed that door on open. I hate to use that forbidden door term, but yeah, pushed that door on open a little bit. Yeah. Um, Beat us in the head with it, to be honest with you. But I, yeah, I think the goals are different though. I think Tony just wanted some some of the guys over there to maybe lure them, maybe. But really just to create those dream matches. And like you said, it's a dream match just for the sake of having a dream match. That's it. And then, poof, we don't see these guys again. Yep, yep. What I, what I think Triple H and Nick Khan and those guys have in mind is they need one guy from Japan. Because you notice, they were trying to get Osprey. They couldn't get him. They tried to get him. That surprised me, too, that they couldn't land him. Maybe that was just Will. That was him. They couldn't get him. I, I think I think Nick Khan just out there. Not Nick Khan, but Tony Khan. I, I knew I would finally get those funds mixed up. Yeah. I think Tony Khan just out there. Had and to. I, I think he came down of money, and Tony had a lot of it. Yeah. Getting credit. No getting doubt. No doubt. Uh, they tried to get. They tried to get Omega. And Omega, when he wouldn't leave AEW, and you know Japan, that's his. That's really his first home. Honestly, but he's Canadian, but yeah, Japan's where he made his made his name. That's true. And now that they're gonna try again, and, and I think Okada's supposed to. Yeah, yeah. It seems like he's what Omega was before he, yeah, before he yeah. went to to AEW. So again, I don't know much about him either. But
Japanese wrestling fans, the ones that don't watch WWE, they will now if they get Okada. Yeah. They'll get a Netflix subscription. So who knows what that contract is going to be like if they do get it. But I, but I, I think they have. I, I think they may have. And you answered my question already, and that was pretty much going to be, how do you think it'll work out? You know, if Okada did go to WWE, uh, is he any good? Will it work? Will they will they do good things with him? Can he cut a promo? Will he have a manager that can help him cut promos? Uh, I don't know, but it sounds like you think that it's going to be a good deal. You know, you know Triple H is paid, right? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. I, that's why I thought he was going to Warner Brothers Discovery. To be honest with you. Y'all did. That's what I'm hearing. I would. This. This. I don't care about giving this idea out because I'm paying it too. I already know where you're going. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, AEW brags all the time about beating NXT. Yeah. I put Okada on NXT, and and I move NXT back to Wednesdays after SmackDown, maybe move to Tuesdays. The first night, Okada's fighting for the championship. Hmm. They're going to beat them that night. And if with good content and good storyline, good storytelling, they can, they will do it. They will do it continuously. They will do it um, consistently. CW, they stream too. CW, they have, you can, there's a CW app and you can, you can stream everything through CW. NXT is going to CW or has it already? NXT is going to CW. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Wednesday night, that would be something. It would be petty, but it would be, a good business move because yeah. you've got him now. I actually thought they were that's what they were going to do with Jade. We still don't know what she's going to be on because she hadn't had her in-ring debut just yet. But we think that will be, we hope, Saturday night at the Rumble. We may see a lot of surprising faces, a lot of interesting new faces and returns uh, this Saturday night. Is there somebody you would like to see in the Rumble? Is there somebody you would like to see that you just, just haven't seen in a while? Like, yeah. I, kind of one-off. Well, um, to think about it, I don't know, but right off the bat, right off the top of my head, Jade, I hadn't seen her in a long time, you know, like a few appearances, but haven't seen her in the ring in quite a bit, hadn't heard her on a microphone in quite a bit, would love to see if she's working on that, if she's getting better, well, I know she won't talk during the Royal Rumble, but maybe if she's gotten better and if they want to do more with her, unlike the AEW, she says something after the Royal Rumble, after she wins it, she calls out Rhea Ripley or the other WWE Women's Champion and you know who knows but I'm interested in seeing her I, I hope she's there and that's one I would also say maybe um, who do I want to see I'm not really sure I don't have anybody in particular but it just seems like I'm more invested in Punk Cody um, Punk Punk Rollins uh, damn McIntyre still is in this thing he's in there too right uh, you know everybody going for you know, either Roman Reigns or Seth Rollins. Guther just entered. All right. Well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Because I, I think typically most years the Rumble has a pretty much a, a predictable winner. Yeah. But I don't think that's the case this year. I don't know who's going to win. It is not. It is not. We all thought we knew before the return of CM Punk, before um, this whole, uh, what, what, what else is it? Them throwing, uh, what's his name again? L.A. Knight in the mix and... Orton coming back and he's in the mix and we thought we knew that Cody was gonna win, but yeah, we don't well, know for sure. Match, right? Huh? LA Knight, Orton, LA Knight, Orton, 
AJ. I would think. I, no, I'm sorry. I would think not. But still, for me, it just seems like a lot's going on. It just seems like a lot's going on, though. And so, yeah, it just tells me, like, okay, Cody's still going to win. Then after a few more promos, a few more weeks later in shows, it just seems like I don't know. And a lot of reason why it's hard for me to determine the winner has a lot to do with The Rock and what we're about to talk about now. Cody's getting questioned a lot, T, about, hey, man, The Rock is blocking you from finishing your story, from winning the WWE Championship, for going out to Roman Reigns a second time. T, what's your thoughts on it? Because in my mind, I don't know for sure if Cody's winning the Rumble now because if he wins, to face who? It won't be Reigns if it's going to be The Rock versus Reigns. It, and then Seth Rollins has an injury, or we don't know. Is this a real injury? And he's just going to, you know, prolong this surgery or whatever needs to be done until after Mania? Or is this just, you know, them planting seeds for why Rollins will lose to Punk or whoever, you know, at Mania and he'll go away for a while? I'm not sure if this injury is a work or a shoot. I'm, I'm, I'm real, I mean. So I, I'm just not sure. What's your thoughts? On this whole ordeal, because I'm I'm lost, and I think the Rock has yeah. a lot to do with it. Everything that I'm hearing about uh, the Rock and Roman is triple threat. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, he definitely was asked about it this mo- um, first take today. Everything I'm hearing is triple threat: Rock, Roman, and Cody. Okay, so I so I think I got that right. I was thinking that, but I I was, I was gonna let you speak your piece first. Okay, all right. So how do you get this? Uh, Started. And, and, and the, the, the conclusion is that uh, WrestleMania 30, or WrestleMania 20 had a triple threat. WrestleMania 30 had a triple threat. And now 10 years later, WrestleMania 40 will, apparently. I guess I guess WWE also has their own too much. <laughs> well, they they do. They do. I mean, they, they're, they're just, every time we're doing our... Our sports-only episodes with football, I always tell the public that it's just like the WWE. So, yeah, it is. They coexist. But, but damn, T, um, if they do that, tell me, well, first tell me, who the hell was in, since you remember that so vividly, who was in those triple threat matches in 20 and 30, WrestleMania 20 and 30? I, I think 20 would have been, would that have been Michaels, Triple H, and Kurt Angle. And, uh, and Benoit. Oh. Benoit. Okay. I don't... I'm, 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 and then I think 30... 30 would have been... Uh, Daniel Bryan. Rollins and Reigns. Oh. Daniel Bryan, Batista, and Triple H. Okay. Okay. Daniel Bryan, Batista... Oh, okay, 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 gotcha, gotcha. I'm thinking about the one where right. Seth Rollins no, cashed no, no, in. No, 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 you're right. Daniel Bryan, Randy Orton, and Batista. Because they remember they had the power ball RKO through the table. Yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, gotcha. Okay, so how are they going to set this up? We already know Cody and, and Roman. There's not a lot to. You don't have to start anything, ignite a new fire. It's still lit. But throwing the rock in it, 
How do they do that? And with Cody being such the huge baby face that he is and still today, which I got to say I'm impressed because I didn't know how long this would last. How is Rock going to intervene in this? He's loved. He's the people's champ. Cody's loved. He's the baby face of the, of the company. And the only heel here really is Roman. How do they put this, how do they mix this up and does Rock at some point get booed and kind of look like the villain as well? We're, we already know there's some people like, Rock, we love you, but damn it, not now. You know, don't mess up Cody's moment. So there may be some hate for him too a little bit. I don't know. What's your thoughts on how they'll, you know, script this out leading up to it? As I said last year. That's why they're not going to do one on one. Yeah, to me, those are probably your only two options, in my opinion. He wins the Rumble and he challenges Roman, of course, and The Rock comes out and they, they talk it out. They go at each other for a second and, you know, talk about Dusty and Rocky Johnson and I cheat Peter Marvilla and all these, you know, yeah. older people that I'm sure they'll talk about. Yeah. Uh, and then they just come to an agreement. Or Roman comes out and lays them both out. Yeah, I like that too. It's interesting. It'll be interesting to see. Oh, he waits to SummerSlam. And here's the reason why I say wait to SummerSlam. If he makes it past SummerSlam, he beats Hogan's record. Yep. And I think it'll mean more if Cody stops him from beating Hogan's record, just like Roman stopped him from finishing the story at the time. You know, they can kind of go one and one in the department. And they would, I'm sure it would piss Roman off. It's it's SummerSlam, not WrestleMania. So the moment will be big for Cody, but not as big as a WrestleMania moment. Not as big, yeah. But see, I think Roman has to lose that title at Mania. He's just he's gotta lose it at Mania. It's just, it just means more. But it's obvious. You just told us that the past year Roman Reigns' reign has kind of it hadn't been important, hadn't been special. So we know the reason for him still having this reign. Because he's going to break the record. And if he's going to break the record, see, he is going to go into SummerSlam as the champion. But my question to you is, and I know we got to finish up here. T, damn, SummerSlam? It would almost be 
I would be right when I said that when Cody wins the title, don't wait too long or it's going to have that hangman Adam Page feel. It's going to be far too late. Who's going to care at SummerSlam if he finally finishes the story? Who's going to care by then? What can they do from WrestleMania to SummerSlam to keep you invested when we know that this is bull? Well, I'm not saying it's bull, but I think he should have won it already, but since he didn't, man, go ahead and break Hogan's streak. Fuck it. That's just me now. So I'm with you, but I do feel bad for Cody because, damn, he has been holding it down. And that's what makes CM Punk's promo, him and Cody last uh, Monday night, so great because they both kind of, you know, hey, I'm really more CM Punk than you. or I'm really more the American dream than you. It kind of seems like, and Punk is absolutely right. Because I don't know if anybody knows this or not, but when he said what he said about um, somebody, you know, you've carried the company on your back. Same thing as I did 10 years ago. And now, time you get to that moment you're about to shine, somebody, a bigger star than you, comes from out of nowhere and takes that moment away from you. He was referring to what The Rock did to him in 2013. And uh, 13 or 14. And he's saying that basically now I'm going to be The Rock because I'm the bigger star that's going to take it from you when you think you're about to get there. And that's great. It was great. And it made a lot of sense, though. So with that being said, since that is kind of what it is, it doesn't seem like he's going to have that moment. Or until SummerSlam. And I just think it's just going to be too late. Can you give him the World Heavyweight Championship right now instead? Or does that not mean as much because it's not the WWE championship. I also think that that's also part of, it could be part of the mix. You know, we could very much be seeing WrestleMania between Park and uh, Cody for the Warrior Witch Championship. You know, if, if Seth Rollins can't go, or it might be a triple threat between them and Damian Priest, because Damian Priest is the obvious choice to be able to take out Rollins while he's in it. They yeah. could, yeah, they could have Rollins. And I, and, I and I gotta say this, I gotta say this. I don't have anything against Seth Rollins. I love Seth. I think he's great in the ring. I know you're not, you're not, the, you're not the biggest fan of him. But what I do not like is how they use the storyline of um, he's going to be the workers' champion. He's going to be a fighting champion. Defending the title every night on Raw. And he literally got hurt in a title defense on Raw before all the major shows, before the, the biggest two pay-per-views of the year. And it's pointless. Because Nobody believes Jinder Mahal is going to win that match. Nope. So why are we doing it? Just trying to stretch the three hours. Trying to come up with a main event. You know, just, Reaching, I guess, a bit. I, I, I don't want... I, I do believe Roman should be on TV more. A little bit more. Not a whole lot more, but a little bit more. But I don't want my champion diluting his in-ring presence by being in the ring all the time. Yeah. I think that's boring, too. Like for me, MJF was a great example. He didn't always fight, but he, he would come out and talk. And he was always involved in some kind of action. But he wasn't defending the title on some random dynamite. They, they don't even have them in uh, you know, main shows. Right. I, just, I, I think you died a little bit championship at the very least. Uh, and unfortunately, it caused a knee injury. Hopefully, he's fine. But I, just, I didn't think it was necessary. I didn't either. So you do think the injury is real? Yeah, yeah, it's a real injury. Absolutely. Okay, okay. But it's, it's a meniscus. It's a meniscus, and like uh, MCL. Sometimes those don't need surgery. Just rehab. 
even with a surgery, I think you're good to go in six weeks. Yeah. Uh, but they are, they have to make a decision like right now. Okay. Pushing it real close. Okay. If you do a surgery, it comes out TV. You know, if you rehab, it can still come on TV. I'm sure they're going to go with the rehab because it's just what it sounds like they were thinking. Uh, but I would have to keep um, Damien Priest on standby. Another thing, I'll say this so we can get out of here. Next year, money in the bank, whoever wins it, please have a plan for that person. Because it kind of seems like they didn't have yeah. one for Priest. Yeah, you got you got, you got Seth Rollins in the ring, Pavel, talking about how banged up he is. And Damien Priest is just, is just in the back, killing, doesn't want to catch that money in the bank yet, apparently. He's got one leg, go cash it in. Like, keep the realism in it. Yeah. Or at least say, hey, Seth's going to address the crowd. Damien, you're not here tonight. Yep. Yep. You're right. You're right, T. Um, damn, there was something else I was going to ask you about uh, Rollins. And I will say this. Rollins, it's not that I don't care for him. It's just I really, when I started back to tune in, I started back tuning in, and I'm like, I do not like this Joker impression or whatever that he's doing. He's kind of going away from that. He's kind of going away from that since he's lashed out on Punk. It just seems like it's personal, and it's more real, and he's not doing all of the gimmick crap, the Joker gimmick stuff anymore. If he can keep that away, I, I'm okay with him. I'm okay with him. But, yeah, he, he shouldn't be out there every night, no, every week. Yeah, he definitely shouldn't be fighting yeah, anymore. I didn't care for the Joker gimmick. I didn't care for the uh, the Messiah. Like I think he's had some of the worst. Games. It, he's put them all, but that's totally because of his skill, not because of yeah his ability to pull off a bad gimmick. Right. Yeah, I missed all of the Messiah stuff. I was done at that time. So uh, yeah, okay. So good stuff, T. Um, man, I think I had one more for you involving what they would do leading up to WrestleMania. Uh, oh, this here it was, Rollins. Do you think he's going to go ahead and push to Mania because it seems like he is? Because if not, my question for you is, is this bad for CM Punk? Because this was going to be a pretty big match. If they can't have the match, who knows where Punk gets slid down the card. He could end up going to mid-card in WrestleMania. And that's, you know, that's not his cup of tea or his thing. But they could go with Rhea Ripley versus whoever her opponent or something else that they feel that, hey, man, night one main event. But they were going to be night one. Right? It's a good thing they're two nights. Yeah. Uh, I still think that that might happen. I just think they have to... They got to make a decision on that knee real quick. Uh, but either way, this is, what, the last week of January. It is going to be cutting it real close. And Seth Rollins is going to have to have some amazing pain tolerance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Some so amazing pain tolerance. And they'll have to, they have to real deal, like, he won't be able to do all of his moveset. There's no way possible. Right. And that's but why you think it could be a... Tri- similar to Cody with the torn, uh, the torn, what do you have, a torn pick? It'd be kind of similar to that, maybe. Yeah. Uh, except for, Seth has a lot of high aerial stuff that he does that I don't think he'd be able to do. Uh, it'd be interesting to see, but, I, you know, it'd be real good to see. And honestly... With this being so close to the end of January, they might be out of time. I think what they should do, and I I hate to give them advice, but they're not going to do this anyway because it's a little it's a it's a little wild. But I would just have a Gunther or somebody attack 
uh, Rollins or something in the ring during a promo uh, or backstage, you know, during a promo and just go ahead and put him out. Just take him out. And now he's really hurt that knee bad. He's gone. Go get your rehab started, whatever. See you for SummerSlam. Uh, but me, I would say take him out of the picture now if it's not going to be the match that people were looking forward to, just Rollins versus Punk. I say go ahead and take him out of it. And how about the title get vacated and you could really make um, what's the next pay-per-view out the Royal Rumble? Um, uh, Elimination Chamber. You can make that more interesting by putting by putting that championship in the chamber where eight men, six men, however many it is, are going for that belt. Or it could just be, yeah, look, y'all do the chamber matches, and then the main event is one-on-one Cody versus Punk for the title. Or, and have Damian Priest come out and cash in then. Immediately. Immediately. And then that build up for a triple threat Priest Cody and uh, Rhodes uh, at WrestleMania, and whoever you just, whoever you know, I don't. I'm not saying Priest has to still be the champion going into it, but maybe uh, I don't know who would win. Maybe Punk, or maybe Cody. You know, maybe Cody could win that belt, not have it long, get it cashed in. Like man, the story still isn't finished, and then maybe it is for real in WrestleMania, or possibly. And this is probably too much. What about maybe Cody Rhodes um, main eventing night one of WrestleMania for that World Heavyweight Championship belt and hold the cash in for that night for Damian Priest, if you can do that? Um, no, there's going to be a whole other money in the bank that night, right? Do they still do that? No, the money, the money in the bank is his own separate show now. Okay, okay. So until the next money in the bank, he's good. He's got, he's got, until, right, he's got until the next money in the bank. Okay, so you could hold off on him. Um, you know, doing the the whole cashing it in on Punk or Rhodes, you can save that until um, WrestleMania. And the only thing is, I would say, let Cody win it. I'm going off the wall here, but let Cody win the belt. Damian Priest comes cashes it in. Yeah, Punk, you took a loss. It is what it is. Maybe it was some interference or something. You got distracted. Who knows? But Cody wins. He finishes the story. Up, oh, wait. Here comes Damian Priest. He cashes in. Now he's not the champion. But night two, somehow he talks to the board. He's got a lot of pull in WWE. You know, he got Jay Uso from SmackDown to Raw. He, he's got some juice. Somehow he inserts himself in the main event of night two at WrestleMania. And that becomes the triple threat with, Ron, with Raymond. Damn, Roman Reigns, Rock, and Cody just got inserted in it. I don't know. I'm just I'm all over the place here, I know. But Seth really is kind of damaging some things. And I don't really know where they're going to go because Rock is kind of blocking some things. So, And maybe that's the part of their plan because we know so much for our own good. They think sometimes, like you say, they try to swerve us a lot and make us think we don't know what we yeah. think we know. But that's just that's my true. thoughts. Yeah. I think there's a lot of pieces that they had figured out that now they have to refigure out. Because Jarvis, I, I, I wholeheartedly believe that that okay, the eliminated chamber match, right, with the women. You had Becky Lynch and Charlotte hugging it out. They're good. You got Becky um 
not Becky, but uh, Bailey, turning back Babyface, slowly, but she is. And Sasha Banks is just sit out there, and y'all are telling me that y'all are not trying to get these four horse women together? I don't buy it. And I think Charlotte's injury changed all that around. Now they'll still have to reconfigure some stuff. Uh, and it's the same with this. I think Rock coming back, CM Punk coming back unexpectedly. Like, no, I don't think they that happened, you know, same day, the same night. And I yeah. just think it's a lot of moving parts. Yeah. But I trust Triple H. Uh, they will get it put together and it'll be it'll be good. But but this this leaves it to be able to put some suspense there's a surprise element that we just don't typically have that he has brought back and I gotta give him credit for that. That's true. Can't wait to see how this goes. The main thing is who's winning the Rumble, and that's what we don't know. And we're trying to put it together right here. We're trying to write the script for ourselves, for the WWE, for the fans. And uh, either way, it's interesting. It's very intriguing on what's going to happen. I still wouldn't be surprised if Cody doesn't even win the Rumble, and he ends up in a feud going into WrestleMania with Orton. You know, I'm still waiting on Orton to just RKO the hell out of him out of nowhere and Hey, man, you know, you're back, and I don't like it. You're doing good, and blah, 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 but, man, it... Or, again, like I said, the more I think about it, T, it would be really good for Rhodes to win the belt, lose it to Priest after he cashes it in, and then night night two, he is furious. He's taking his suit off and his tie coming out as soon as the show starts, and he demands a match, a championship match, somehow, some way. I ain't leaving the night until my story is finished, damn it. And everybody up to be on the on their on their you know on the edge of the seats like what's gonna happen? We're thinking that we've got Reigns versus The Rock. We know Roman Reigns is gonna win, but it gets interesting when you insert Punk in it. I don't know how they're going or where they're going, but that would be something to say. Like kind of like what Edge did. He lost his World Heavyweight Championship. I mean his WWE Championship in the beginning of the night of a pay per view, and then he brought his ass back out later that night and slammed Kofi ass and said, "Man, I'm getting into this hell and saying into this chamber." And uh, what a night, man! Edge has got to be top top fifteen. Um, I, I know I overdo it sometimes and exaggerate when I say top ten, top five, but damn it, he's got some memorable moments. Memorable moments. This man just said, I'm going to get a bill. When he went heel, man, it was just amazing. Man. That was one of the best nights of wrestling because it's like, he said, I ain't leaving. Yeah, the only time where I wouldn't have access to, you know, the pay-per-views, right? But I could go on WWE.com to see what happened. And I'm talking about, you go on 1130, you go on WWE.com, and it's like, Edge holding up the World Championship belt. Oh, he wasn't even in the match. Yeah, as a matter of fact, he he's been on a three month hiatus. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. And the internet, I, <laughs> you just brought back memories, man. I've seen that a few times in my past around the 07 to 08, 09 era. And yeah, out of nowhere, he's holding the championship up like, yeah, I told y'all, where do you come from? Yeah. Which which made the Monday Night Raw so much interesting, so much more interesting. Yeah, to see the fallout and how he did it. Uh, remember the night when it was Jeff Hardy and Triple H? I think it was Jeff Hardy and Triple H. Or no, it was it was Triple H and, uh, um, man, they pushed him real good for a minute. Then they just kind of, you know, let it go. Uh, what was his name? Uh, no, it was, the, was, he a, was, he the, was he a Russian? Um, or or mate like he was a Russian, his role, uh, his character, I mean. Uh, Carl, was it Carl, was it Carl there you go. Yeah, him. Him. 
it was him and Triple H in a one-on-one match, and Vicky came out and said, he's here, he's here, I told you, this match is now going to be a triple threat match, and then we just hear, you think you know me? we like, what the hell? But we're like, yeah, but that's Triple H and Kozlov. He, he ain't going to beat either one of them. And Jeff Hardy comes in immediately, swinging that chair like Barry Bonds in the, in, in the baseball park, misses the edge, hits, hits Triple H, and here comes the spear. Get your ass out the ring. I'm pinning this sucker one, two, three. Just, I mean, he didn't even break a sweat. And he comes out looking like the caveman with the big beard, and he's wild. And, yeah, man, I mean, that is... If they can bring, if they can have a superstar that can have some moments like that, sometime the modern day edge that would be great for for WWE because just that one guy that you can't stand, but you still know he's kind of cool too. Because like, damn it, but man, that boy do be doing some. You know, we need another ultimate opportunist or something close to it. And uh, yeah, I think it would be a great story. It would be great if Cody just came in and said, "I'm not leaving." Uh, Lincoln Financial Field until damn it, I've got a championship around my waist. I know I won last night. Call me what you want. You could even think that he's possibly gonna turn heel. He's so aggressive and so angry. You know, I don't know. Just, just my thoughts. But uh, all right, we've already did this for an over an hour now. One oh, an hour and one minute. So we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up. Good stuff, T. Uh, WWE Raw going to Netflix in twenty twenty five. Ten years from twenty twenty five to twenty thirty five. Five billion of them things woo and the rock now with tko uh who owns ufc and wwe and he is the uh he's now on the board of directors and as terrence said this kind of means the rock is here for a while he's not going anywhere he's got a full-time job over there to run that corporate run that corporation so i didn't even think about that terrence is right and we also talked about punk and cody rhodes and their segment on Monday Night Raw, their war of words, I should say, they paid homage, re- showed each other respect, and then kind of took stabs at each other. It was pretty damn good, pretty damn entertaining. And uh, and again, Seth Rollins in his knee injury, he's saying, "You your boys didn't, your boys interrupted me too soon. I'm don't give a damn about what the doctors are saying. I am pushing through this, and I'm going to be there for WrestleMania. So we think we still get Punk and Rollins. We think." We could get Roman Reigns and Rock, but Terrence is on to something when he says it may be Rock versus Roman versus Cody. And that's a good way for if Roman Reigns loses the title to say, hey, I didn't even get pinned, you know, because the Rock would have to take the pin for his look because I'm sure he would do that. Yeah. So uh, and that may be how it go. It may be that simple. But sometimes Triple H just likes to really make us look like we don't know what we're doing here by switching some things up. We'll see, though. It's the Great Debate Show, and it's available wherever you get your podcast. Hit the follow button and rate, review, and follow. Let us know what you think about the show. Follow us on Facebook. Just type in the Great Debate Show, and you'll see the page. And the three of us, they call us the good guys, myself, Terrence, and Nick Ely. And uh, we'll be back uh, after Championship Sunday to talk about the the NFC and AFC Championship games, Super Bowl preview and all of that, and maybe... Maybe we'll come back in early Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon or something, if we can, to recap Royal Rumble. Because it may be a lot to recap. There may be a lot of returns. Before we go, T, I'm going to ask you one last thing. Will we, first of all, who do you want to see at the Rumble? And then the last question before we go, will we see Sasha Banks at the Rumble? 
Because if so, we definitely have to come back and talk about that on Sunday. All right, so here, here's the pattern, right? Okay. Uh, a lot of times these people are, are, are in talks with AEW and you don't see them. Mm-hmm. Or they're let go by AEW or something, and then all of a sudden, boom. I think we do. What what would be the reason on why talks? Because I heard a few weeks ago, T, that a, that the talks fell through with Sasha Banks in the WWE. Do you think that's a swerve? That's what that is. Yeah, because a lot of people are saying that now she could be going to AEW, and I'm like, wait a minute now. The talks, the things have kind of cooled down with her and AEW because she's trying to go back to WWE. Now you tell me that that didn't go through, or she they didn't think that she's worth whatever she's asking for because it sounds like she's asking for extremely too much. That's what I'm hearing. And now she's going to go back and say, hey, you know what? I know I turned y'all down, but come on. I'm going to come on anyway, Tony. Go on, sign the chick. Go on, go on, go on, sign it. I just can't see that either. So you're basically alluding to we're probably, or you're insinuating that we're probably going to see Sasha Banks on Saturday night. I think so. Could her and Jay possibly look eye to eye, face to face in that ring? I hope so. Man, me too. I, I, look, I, so. I missed a lot of Sasha Banks. Terrence tells us, and I know our listeners, that are here for this wrestling episode, they know, but I don't. I wasn't that impressed, but I didn't see a lot of Sasha Banks. I I walked out. I left WWE when Punk left WWE in 2014, early January 2014, and I had only seen a little bit of Sasha. So I just don't you know. I just wonder what all the hype is about. But Terrence, you always say she's great and she's good. So if she's back. Maybe they'll do whatever the plan was to do an AEW with her and Jade and Bow Wow or whatever. Maybe they'll, you know, come up with their own thing and put them in a better, more intriguing storyline in WWE. Because I still can't wait to see who the first person Jade is going to go up against. I think she should have the microphone when she comes to the ring. As soon as we hear the music, whatever that may be now, let it play for a minute. And as she's walking to that ring, she should really just show us how much she's improved with her mic skills, how she doesn't need that other guy that would be out there with her every week or even uh, Stokely. And she just says, I'm whooping every last one of y'all bitches. I'm tossing y'all out one by one. Get ready. Here I come. And they just rush her, you know, and they try to throw her over immediately. Oh, she's going to get eliminated in the quickest time ever. And then, of course, she doesn't. And then she just one by one ends up slanging all of them out. She she uses that word good, so I wouldn't I wouldn't mind if she slung that word around a little bit more. Uh, for me, it's just a little bit more edgier, and um, yeah, that's what I would do. But anyway, we'll see. Terrence has said we may see Sasha. Here's somebody I would like to see. Okay. And and part part of me because my brain is not working. Again. I'm going to refer to this person or I'm going to marry to. I'm going to refer to this person as not personal. I'm not trying to. Yeah. I'm not a misogynist at all. Uh huh. My brain's not working. You're gonna you you gonna call her name. I'm gonna be like, oh, I can't believe I forgot that. Oh, his wife. Oh, well, I'm gonna tell you why I forgot. Because every time it comes up or she's asked that, it just seems like either they're not interested, or she doesn't think she's quite ready yet. Or if she knows if she wants to go back to that. She's still playing the role of a new mommy, kind of. That baby isn't any more than about three years old, if that, yet. And um, I have heard that she wants to. Please don't turn down my interview request, Brandy. Oh, right, right, right. But look now, you may be on to something, though, T, because I do remember some months back, 
It's probably been a good five or six months now, but I did hear that she was seen hanging out at the Performance Center quite often, more than usual, uh, in Orlando. That, that probably was training. Yeah. Who knows? Just imagine this. Just imagine this. AJ Lee comes out. Oh. Now you own to something, T. If that happens, we just gonna say they stole that from you. Period. <laughs> we just gonna say they stole that from you. And we. Do that, do that, brother, because it's very, it's it's very possible for them to just sign her out the bat, off the fly. Like, hey, we got something for you. Let's do the deal now. You're interested? You are? Okay, great. Come on. Let's do this. Punk came out at the end of the show of Survivor Series. It, he was just signed that weekend or earlier that day or the day before we heard. Everything was just kind of, it just all happened so sudden. They could definitely pull this off and hear this on the Great Debate Show where we should be much more credible. And 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 Terrence, they could steal your idea and say, hey, they've got enough time. They still got four or five days to say, hey, let's get this thing cracking. Come on. Let's do it just like that. Man, they could write that up in no time. And I would say if they did it, yeah, could it already have been planned? Yeah, but probably not because I hadn't heard one single rumor about AJ, not one. So, But that would be very, very good to do. And then if they had a match, definitely have them face off or have them in a or mixed you know, tag match. Uh, you can definitely see all of that leading up to whatever they want to take it to, you know, as we head to the mania. So the good thing about it is it's just so much to look forward to. And we don't have a clue as to how it's going to play out. And when I was watching AEW the last time, I, I was watching it good consistently. I always knew the outcome, you know. It, well, not in 1920, but after 21, it just started to go downhill. And we see it continue to go further and further, in my opinion. Um, I couldn't tell you what they're doing. But again, um, hey, if anything interesting does happen, let me know. And you can you can deliver the content. But I don't speak on it because I don't know what to talk about. I, it's just not interesting at all to me. Uh, but again, that's it for us, guys. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, it's the Great Debate Show. And we just broke down everything that we know in the wrestling world as far as WWE goes. And Raw's move to Netflix in 2025. And The Rock being with TKO. And what happened on Monday Night Raw. Pretty much a, a, a brief recap. So that's it for me, Terrence. You got anything else, man, before we sign off? That's it, man. I'm just looking forward to this weekend. It's going to be good, man. I'm not going to lie. I was going to yeah, get out this weekend because I was kind of snowed in last week. We all were. And I didn't really get to celebrate my birthday that's like right. I... I have not. So I plan on being out Saturday, but man, forgetting about the rumble and the time. I'll be, that's that's the good thing about the, the streaming platforms now. I got that phone though. And, you know, whatever big moment I miss, if I'm not able to watch most of it live, I'm definitely going to be going back, checking it all out. But uh, this kind of makes me want to say Royal Rumble Party. Um, you know, I got Friday night to kick it. I got Saturday to kick it, you know, afternoon, maybe a little top golf. I don't know, but, and I got Sunday, but man, for, for whatever reason, I want to see this live, man. Uh, so that, that lets you know that they've done a great job building everything up, headed to, to the rumble. It, it, it's more exciting than I can remember in a while. I'm not going to lie. Very, very intriguing. Can't wait to see Jay. 
Hope that I see Jade and CM Punk together on the same screen at some point. You know, just kind of bumping each other. Hey, don't I know you from somewhere? I don't know. Something like that. Uh, but, you know, because they kind of did that on Monday Night Raw with the former AEW guys. Now when Jade comes in, let her bump into those two as well. Because we know CM Punk had a... Uh, CM Punk was a huge fan of Jade. Jade was a huge fan of CM Punk when they worked together. And he was all for pushing her, but he wanted things to be different for her, Powerhouse Hobbs and things like that. That's where they bumped heads at with those damn EVPs. And let's not to mention, Cody has a lot to do with why we ever saw Jade in AEW. Uh, him and Brandy. Yeah. Uh, I would love to see Brandy show up. I would, uh, now that you mention her. And I would love for her to have some type of a role. In the back, probably also as well, because now that I think about it, man, anything that they did good, whatever you want to, you know, however you want to grade that, when AEW was still good TV, good content to watch, whatever they did with the women's division or whatever they did with stories in AEW period, it all fell off when Cody and Brandy left. So they both played a significant role in it. I know people think she just did the heel stuff and all of that, but... From what I heard, she was in a lot of meetings as well. She had a lot to do with some of the creative. And, uh, yeah, uh, but that, that damn Brick Baker and, you know, the Tony Khan thing, them being so buddy-buddy, I think that also played a part to why Brandy was like, yeah, Cody, go on back over there because <laughs> I'm ready to get up out this bitch anyway. Yeah, I've heard a lot of stuff about it. And, and then she's not even on TV out here. Like, if I try to find out what's going on in the wrestling world, I never heard anything about Britt Baker when I heard the AEW slash, yeah. Okay, so this is so weird to me Uh, and still not taking advantage of the people in the back who didn't get a lot of TV time back when she was on TV a lot. I'm sure they're still probably not putting them on TV or using them correctly. Uh, But anyway, when I saw that other girl, I don't mean to call a girl, that young lady who was the TN, the TBS champion. I can't think of her name. Um, she's got the little scary look with, with the House of Black. Julia Hart. Julia Hart. I don't mean any harm because Julia Hart, I'm sure she's a phenomenal woman. And she's not bad in the ring. But when I saw that, that just told me then, Jay, it's about time for you to walk away from this. Because, like, the way they did it, it meant nothing. Why did you do it? You know, where are you going with it? I didn't get anything. And for whatever reason, watching her, I just feel like I'm watching, I don't know, I hate to say it, just this this little kid that's just trying to wrestle, you know. And, you know, she can kind of get in there with them, but I just feel like it's Rey Mysterio against the big show, you know, like. We know you really can't do that 619 on him, you know, and just, but whatever. Uh, same thing about Orange Cassidy. Um, they just started to beat me in the head with that stuff. Like, it was okay when he was just a funny guy. And then you tried to shove down our throats that he really can be a champion. And you make up a championship and give it to him and let him defend it every week and win and knock people out and you're half their size. They're like, dude, stop. Tony Khan. Um, Tony Khan. But anyway. We're done, uh, for real this time. That's it for the Great Debate Show. Terrence, thank you, man. You gave us a lot of good, informative uh, stuff here uh, as far as wrestling content goes. And uh, Saturday, Royal Rumble. I don't know, probably a 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 6 p.m. start, or 8, 7 Central, something like that, Saturday night on Peacock. Friday night, SmackDown will be interesting. I'm sure, I guess, Roman Reigns will be there one more night before the Rumble. Um, I know they did the little fake contract signing and then they 
didn't do it, I'm not sure. So I, I hope he'll be back before Royal Rumble. Hopefully we can see him on Friday. Uh, but yeah, they need to do better with the bloodline team. It's it's kind of just been like, you know, yeah, just. That is when it was really, really hitting. Yep. That's when it was hitting. I understand why Jay went to went to Raw. Let's split this thing up. Let's get them in a the singles division. I get it. But, yeah, this tells me Roman can't have it too much longer, though, just because it don't feel like a real bloodline anymore. Or Solo's got to get more vicious. He's got to bring more. He's got to create more havoc on that locker room or something. Yeah, nothing's. Every, it seems like everybody can get got. You know, I know Orton's back, but you're supposed to be the bloodline. And you're the champion, you know, Roman. And he's looking for everybody to fix it and nobody's fixing it. That's my issue. Like, at some point, where's the beatdowns? Where's the standing over them with the belt? And ain't nobody never taking this away from me. I'm not seeing any of that. He's going to win, but let us think that he's going to win. And this is why he's dominant. Is he's, he's They're starting to look weaker and weaker. So, But, but Jimmy is funny, though. Jimmy Uso is funny TV. He really is. I will give I will give a mad. It's just everything just kind of seems a little bit meaningless. All right, guys. Finally, we're done. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back to talk uh, to recap. Hopefully, recap Royal Rumble and definitely recap Championship Sunday. Will it be my team and Terrence's team remaining to go to the Super Bowl, or will it be something totally different? Will one of us come back? You know, still standing in the other one with the knockout punch. Will both of us be gone and eliminated? Will it be the Chiefs and the Lions? Man, who knows? But uh, we'll be here to debate it. That's for certain. That's for certain. All right, we're out, we're out, ladies and gentlemen. Y'all, please be safe out there. <laughs>